Being Reasonable comes to you from the WHUP studios in downtown Hillsboro, North Carolina. I'm Mark Solomon, and you are taking part in Being Reasonable, the weekly conversation show that focuses on how we've arrived on our steadfast views and our desire to know what is true. To participate in this friendly collaboration, all you need is respectfulness and an honest interest in the truth. We can all improve the way we form and consider our beliefs. And we can do so by being reasonable. One, two. On this week's show, we speak with Jamie, Eve, Nikki, and Jean, four attendees of the Body, Mind, Spirit Expo, recently held in Raleigh, North Carolina. To watch the full video of these conversations, please check out the Being Reasonable YouTube channel. I do. I believe there is no death. So by no death, you mean? The physical body, yes. The spirit, no. So there are ways that we survive our death. And how do we survive our death? How, how, in what form does this happen? Well, everything's energy, right? So we're just energy living in this body. And this body is just a vessel for our soul, higher self, whatever you want to call it. Um, so when this dies, the meat suit, what I like to call it, then we live on. And we live on like How? I guess there's different ways. There's like different levels you could go to. Um, I, my belief is you go have a life review and then you, you have a what review? Life review. Life review. And then you kind of hang out up there <laughs> and uh-huh. see if you learned your lesson or, or learned whatever you were supposed to learn when you came down this go round. And if you didn't, then you're like, okay, I could do that better. I could do that better. I could do that better. And let me go back down and see if I can have a do-over. Okay, so you have, people have this, what's called a life review. And then and then you come back to this world, I think you're saying. And and, and then you live on in a different, as a different person maybe, or a different way, or? You, I think most of the time you choose to come back um, if you haven't learned your lessons okay. or, or haven't finished your schooling. Um, you'll come back with somebody that's similar to what you are now. And who decides whether that happens or not? You get to decide. Oh, you decide. Okay. You, you, higher self, you. You, higher self. Yeah. On a scale from one to seven, how confident are you that this belief is true? Seven? One to seven? Seven. And on a scale from one to seven, how important is it for you to believe in true things? Things that are true and real. True to me? Everybody has a different truth. Oh, okay. Well, that maybe we should back up then. <laughs> so everybody has a different truth, you're saying? Everybody's, everybody's experience is different. So yours is different than mine. Oh, I do understand that. Yeah. Okay. So, so your truth may not be my truth. Are you saying that everybody has a different experience or everybody right. has a different truth? Everybody has a different experience and what they believe is true. It is that may relate- not be true for someone else. 
Can we both have different truths and they both be true? Yes. Okay. So I have this pouch of cricket bites that you can have after we're done. Awesome. Would you like some? Because no one's taken me up on this yet. I've had crickets. You can have it. Is it flavored? This is a roasted original, but we have other flavors. I think cayenne's the best. Anyways, there are, let's say, an even or odd number of crickets in this pouch. Okay. I might not know the answer. I presume you don't know the answer. I'm pretty sure I don't. But could could it be said that there's an objective truth there? That either there's an even or odd number of crickets and it doesn't matter what we believe about it. It's yep. just true. Because it is, right? Yeah. It is. In the case of your belief, could we say that your belief, and I don't pretend to have the answer, but either we live on as a, and we come back and as a different person... Can we say that either that is something that's objectively true or it's something that's not objectively true and it doesn't matter what we believe about it, either it's true or not true? Okay, so we need to go back on that question. So I'm not exactly sure what... So everybody has their own opinion, uh-huh. right? And everybody has a truth, like what you believe is true. So everybody has their own opinion. And I think opinion. you said everybody has their own truth. truth. So what's true for you may not be true for me. If can I believe that there's an even number of crickets? If you can believe an, that. If, but but if I don't there, know the right answer. If there's an <laughs> odd number of crickets, is my belief true? Until you're proven differently, I would say yes. I'm trying to understand, I'm trying to follow you. Until I'm proven differently. By counting the actual crickets, then then, then you will know. So that, it's experiential, yeah. right? It's experiential. So your truth's going to be experiential for you. Does me counting the number of crickets in this pouch, does this change the number of crickets in this pouch? No. So could it be said then that there's an even or odd number of crickets in this pouch and it doesn't matter whether I count it or not? Yeah. With your belief, let's say... Tanya is sitting next to you. Okay. And Tanya, for whatever reason, doesn't believe what you believe. She doesn't believe the belief. Right. And I have no dog in the fight. I just want to believe what's true. If your belief is true, I'd like to believe that. If her belief is true, I'd rather believe that. I want to believe in something that's true. Hearing you and Tanya discuss your beliefs, is there any way I could find that out? Like, what is objectively true? So... It's not my job to convince anybody sure. of anything. Yeah. But when you listen to different opinions, mm-hmm. you take what resonates with you. Yeah. And what's true for you ends up being your truth. So if Tanya and I have this discussion and neither one of these things ring true to you, then it's not your truth. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still a little confused. Sorry. It's getting later in the day. I'm trying to... If it's my if it's my personal truth, true to me, mm. that there are an odd number of crickets in this pouch, how does that make it true if there's an even number of crickets in this pouch? Now that I do not know the answer to. <laughs> Fair enough. 
So are we saying that we can have beliefs that we believe are true that may, might not be true? Yes. Absolutely. So I know you believe your belief from one to seven on right. a, at a seven. Right. You're confident at a seven. I know seven is about as, to- as about as high as you can go. But if we could even get you higher on that scale, like 7.5, how could or we do 10. that? How could we get you higher, well, more I've confident ex- in that belief? I've experienced it, so it's experiential for me. So I've, I've left my body, met whatever you want to call it, that up there. So I know, I know, for me, I know that that's true. So you're at a seven. I know that's about as high as it gets. But if we get you even higher to 7.5, You'd have you'd probably even more experiences like that, and you'd even be more confident about the belief. Right. Let's think about the other way. Is there anything that you could learn that would get you from a 7 to a 6.999 in your confidence level of the belief? No? No, because I've experienced it. If I had, I think maybe if I hadn't had the experience, because yeah. everything's experiential. So if you've not never had the experience and you're listening to other people talk, well, you haven't experienced it, right? So you don't know for sure. There could be a little bit that, mm, I don't know if that's true, but but for me, no, I know. Is it useful, and just, I'm really curious what you think about this. Is it useful to have a belief, do you think, any belief, mm-hmm. not just your belief or any belief at all? Is it useful to have a belief that can't be shown to be incorrect if it's incorrect. I don't know if it's incorrect, but if it happened to be incorrect. Is it useful to have a belief that can't be shown to be incorrect? Because if a belief can't be shown to be incorrect, then how do we really know that it's true? Well, I guess it depends on the belief. Again, with the crickets, that can be shown different. But if it's uh, something esoteric or you know, spiritual, that's something you just, either you choose to believe it or you choose not to believe it. So you're saying with the crickets is something that we can count. Because you can see it. And with something that's spiritual, it's something that we can't count. Something, it's a, it's a, it's a faith. And what do we mean by faith? Faith is believing in something you can't see. So faith is believing in something that we can't see or we can't know? You can feel. You can't feel? I mean, you can know it, but it's not knowing as in human knowingness. It's a knowing. It's a higher knowing. Because we all have higher selves. You just need to be in tune with your You're the saying that we know it just we know it. because we know it, but not with evidence that we know it? Right. I see. How do we know things that we don't know? You have a higher, you have a soul's calling. And as you become more in tune, meditation, different spiritual practices, you become more in tune with what your soul's calling you to do. So you have to be still and be quiet, which is very hard for most people, be included. <laughs> and if Sarah doesn't know that, and she's sitting next to you and Sarah doesn't know that, and you know that, and I know you know that, right. 
how do we all really know that? So you just need to listen to the, the, your, your soul and your, your and higher Sarah self. Sarah says. There's not one. Yeah. Yeah. That's Sarah's belief. It's not, yeah. I, I mean, I can, you know, we can all talk to we're blue in the face. If they're not going to believe it, they're not going to believe it. And it's sure. not, you just sure. can live by example. So it seems like that when it comes to your belief and it's at a seven and it said that you said that you're likely not going to go to a 6.999 for you. Probably not. So I think what you're telling me is that this belief is with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I get it. It's beautiful. It's nice to know. Mm. Yeah. Okay, I'm thinking of mainly right now the belief that women are definitely trained differently in this society to have a completely different path. Like, for instance, even the way the patriarchy is changed, or it, patriarchal society has been around for so long that even goddesses were changed to only be fertility goddesses and such things when there used to be such a spectrum to gender in general. Okay. I don't understand your belief yet, okay. but I plan to. That gender is more binary than what the patriarchy has created. Let's say that. The gender, that is gender less is less binary. Thank you. Okay. I'm like, we're that, using words. Okay. That gender is less binary than what the patri patriarchy has intended. Yes. Gotcha. And that's the big, I guess, best word I can find for that, patriarchy. <laughs> we need to define some things. Okay. What do we mean by gender? Exactly, right? What we define as gender is male or female. But realistically, that's a body assignment, but that's also a spectrum because you develop in different ways. There's like a way you start off in, I think, as a baby, right? Usually female, and then you grow. Um, but does physicality really define who you are? Because we all like have similarities physically, but that doesn't make us all the same. Are we saying that gender is not sex? Is that what we're saying? Are we saying that is? I wonder. Well, I'm asking your belief. <laughs> I don't think it is. I think gender is something that we have to choose now because it's become such an important thing in our documents and things, and I don't think it used to matter at all. Is gender a perception of something that's real, or is it something that's real? Um, I think it's something that we need to label because we need to categorize. So I think it's been made to seem real because it's been made to seem like these two categories that don't really, aren't clean cut. And I'm just really trying to understand yeah. your belief here, truly. So if we're saying that gender, I think, is on a continuum and not, it's not, neither or thing, it's not right. binary. So I guess we're saying there's really no male or female. It can be anything. Right. And as a scientist, I want to know where it comes from, like where that definition comes from technically. Because I know there's parts, obviously, that we have and don't have. But really, really, I don't know if my parts are exactly the same as that woman over there. Yeah. There might be micro differences in literally all of our body parts. Let me ask you this then. And I know we're stuck on definitions, but I'm really trying to understand what you're talking about. Okay. What is the difference between gender and gender identity? Um, I think gender is what we have to comply with to the, the government, right? The system, what our check mark is for that. And I think gender identity is now what people are learning. They have the choice to also be something else. 
or be that, right? Like I am on documents a woman and I do identify as a woman because I feel like I have more of my like divine feminine energy within me to kind of feel like I'm in a womanly body at this point in my karmic cycle. So we're saying that gender is just a check mark that we have to assign to ourselves, yes. mm-hmm. even though it's on a continuum. Mm-hmm. And gender identity is more of a perception of how we see ourselves. How we feel. Because for instance, I was always a tomboy, so I actually was very curious, was I a girl or not? How did I feel into it? And that was some like internalized misogyny. So we don't even know where some of our gender identity choices come from because we have been so much like trained into this system. Help me with this. I know that we're talking about a lot of perceptions of how we see ourselves and how others see ourselves. Where is there objectivity here? Where is there an objective truth here about what is true and real about gender or sex or gender identity? Is is it all perception or is there something that we can hang our hat on that we can discuss together? concrete is that we're in a human body. We're in a human body. Yeah. So even to say that we're not that there are different sexes that wouldn't be an objective truth that'd be a an opinion or or a perception i would go as far as to say that maybe sure on a scale from one to seven how confident are you that your belief is true i'm at a solid six right now i don't know i feel good about this (laughs) and on a scale from one to seven how important is it for you to believe in true things things are true and real Um, defining what truth is, is very important to me because I used to think that whatever was set up was like following the rules. That was the truth. But now I'm learning that my truth might be different from other people's, but that doesn't make theirs any different or less or worse. Their whole life is different. Oh, well, this helps me. Uh So you're thinking the way you see the world is, is that you have a, your truth, your personal truth, and someone else might have their own personal truth. Yeah. And after this, you can keep this box if you want. These are, uh, these are sour cream and onion crickets. Oh, no. If you want, they're pretty good, actually. I'm vegan. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> let's say, let's suppose that there is either an even or odd number of crickets in this box. Yes. I don't know what the truth is. I presume you don't know what the truth is. But could it be said that there's an objective truth there and that truth doesn't require what we believe about it, it's just true? That's if you believe that we're constantly in the same like dimension of things. So I could believe that there's an even number of crickets and you could believe that there's an odd number of crickets and both would be true. Whoever believes in themselves more. (laughs) Whoever believes it harder is true. Is that that what you're saying? Maybe. Like who believes they're gonna be right? It seems like if I believe that there's an even number of crickets and you believe that there's an odd number of crickets, that we're, that they're both true? They could be both true, right? How is that? There's a possibility of either truth being there. How would we find that truth? Um, well, we would have to look. So there's a test mm-hmm. and we can count them. We can count those. So then after we count them, it sounds like what you're saying, then there's actually an objective truth. Mm-hmm. There's either an even or odd number of crickets. We'll have an answer, yeah. We'll have an answer. How can we have personal truths then? Because even an odd is still something people made up. Go on. 
don't know. Even the terminology, even an odd. Maybe I call even something different in some other world. So I think what you're telling me then mm-hmm. is that there, regardless of a test, I could believe there's an even number of crickets, you could believe there's an odd number of crickets, mm-hmm. and both would be true. Yes. Okay. I don't actually believe that. Arguments like that frustrate me, but I still am trying to find a way to where that could be because I think there's possibility for that because there's just like a deeper level of us even knowing numbers because our perception, we also see things, right? I don't know. The way we perceive these crickets, do you think it'll change the number in the box? Could. How? Quantum shifts. What's that? Quantum shifts. Quantum shifts? Yeah. So, in the world of quantum mechanics, there can be both an even Mm -hmm. and odd number of crickets in this box. I'm wondering, and tell me what you think, that if there can be an even or odd number of crickets in this box, it sounds like then your belief can be both true and not true at the same time. Because, for instance, I have believed things in the past that I now no longer believe, right? So I have both thought that was truth, but not, like have also thought that is not truth. And who says time, you know, timeline to us is real, but that is not the past, maybe. At the very beginning of the conversation, I asked you, how confident are you in the belief? And you said a six out of seven. Yeah. Are you still a six out of seven? What will make you more confident in your belief? How can we get you to a seven out of seven? I'm always going to ponder other sides because that's just who I am. So I'm never going to be 100% about anything, I think. Is there any way we can get you to a 6.1? Sure. What kind of information would help you get there, do you think? Um, I think if I were more confident in any of the science of it, like human development and such. With the science? Yeah, like the actual physical vessel, the body. Yeah. Would the science matter if we all believe what is true is true? Not necessarily, because even scientists are just out there testing each other's theories. It's not all, it's not truth either until it's, you know, proven right or wrong. And then it's proven wrong again and right again. Can you prove things that are right or wrong in a world that are, that has either simultaneously and even an odd number of crickets? I don't think so. That's why I don't think we need to be worried about each other that much. (laughs) We're all just trying. (laughs) What would reduce your confidence in your belief from a 6 to, say, a 5.9? I also don't think it could be reduced. I don't know. Let me ask you this question. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's useful, generally speaking, to have a belief, any belief at all, that can't be shown to be incorrect, if it's incorrect. I'm not saying your belief isn't correct. But do you think it's useful to have a belief that can't be shown to be incorrect? Because if a belief can't be shown to be incorrect, then how do we really know that it's true? Well, you can ask it a different way, too. If we know something is true, how do we know it's wrong? You know, like, it false. I don't know. I feel like, say that again, because it I'll sounded... i say it again. Yeah. If we have a belief and there's no way that Timmy sitting next to the, if I have this belief and Timmy couldn't show me that it's wrong if it's wrong, and I couldn't even show myself it's wrong if it's wrong, it seems like I'm stuck with the belief because there's no way I could ever believe otherwise. Might as well believe it's true. Why? (laughs) 
Well, I think that I I've been taught to kind of follow my gut. So if it sparks joy, right? Not if to use wild. that not to use that phrase, but um, I've been taught, for instance, by my father because he believes in a lot of esoteric things, aliens, everything. And he's like, I read things and I will follow what I feel in my body feels true. Is what I believe feel and what I feel in my body in this yes. case, in, in your belief that we discussed at the beginning. Is that a reliable way, do you think, to know what is true? Well, it's a, definitely not reliable right now because we don't know how to use our energy the way we should. Like, we don't have our focus. Like, if I, I changed my focus to a lot of negative things, to a lot of positive things, and my world has changed completely. So we do create our world by these outlooks and those beliefs because if we believe, like, if I only follow things that make me happy or other people happy, with, of course, being healthy with that, I am no longer inviting in those lower vibrations where I was at, where I was not creating joy. And if there's an odd number of crickets in this box, and I believe that there's an even number of crickets in that box, can I make that happen? You can. <laughs> How do you feel like this talk went? I actually liked it. Thank you. Me thank too. You. I love having these talks. Um, thank you for asking questions. Yeah. That's these cool. are really difficult conversations. And I appreciate you hanging in there with me. I know. And like, they're I don't not, know. these are, you know, and I, any fool can ask a question and I don't, pretend I have answers to all these questions, but I'd love to hear what people think about them. Yeah. So, yeah. And I actually am, um, I don't ask questions a lot. I like to hear information though. Yeah. So I appreciate people who can ask questions. Well, thank you. Yeah. I really appreciate it. That's very sweet <laughs> of you to say, gosh. in God. Okay. Yeah. And that's great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And by God, we might need to define some things because yeah. I've gotten myself into trouble and someone has said they believe in God and it turns out 10 minutes later we're talking about something completely different. What do you mean when you think or describe or believe in God? Um, I, I think of Jesus and I do believe that he. Jesus died for our sins. Okay. So you believe in Jesus is God and he died for our sins. On a scale from one to seven, how confident are you that this belief is true, true and real? Um, I would say a 5.5 to a 6. Fairly confident, but not extremely confident all the way. Right. I do, you know, have questions. Yeah, right. I get it. And on a scale from one to seven, how important is it for you to believe in true things? Things that are true and real. Seven. Seven. Yeah. How do you know your belief is true? Well, you know, growing up, I didn't necessarily go to church. I wasn't like... We weren't really consistent in going to church uh, when I was younger, but um, you know, in my mid early to mid twenties, I, I joined a church in my um, hometown, and it's it was a non-denominational church, and the pastor there he was 
great as far as like really diving into the Bible and uh, deciphering it and explaining, you know, different scriptures, sorry, different scriptures to make it understandable in like our lifetime, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I, know, I started doing my own, you know, research and reading, you know, reading the Bible on my own. And then I'll say prior to that, um, my faith grew stronger. Um, when my dad went through some, you know, health issues and different things like that. Sorry. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. and just being able to pray and by experience and seeing the things that he went through because he had um, three cardiac, well, two cardiac arrests and right. came back from them. Yeah. And, That's you know, the third one he didn't, but, oh, got yeah. It. Got it. But just, you know, seeing him go through that and yeah, his beliefs weren't really strong, you know, when he was younger. And it was interesting. He had told me about this... Uh, So he passed away from congestive heart failure. And I remember him telling me about uh, um, when he was intubated, he couldn't speak. And, you know, he had a lot of fluid on his lungs and they were trying to get all that stuff out. I remember him telling me after he came back after a few, a couple of days, how he would hear, you know, myself and like my mom and brother, you know, talking to us and he thanked us for, you know, speaking, you know, life into him and encouraging him to wake up because, you know, he told me that he felt like he went, he went to hell. That he was walking in. He, he went to hell. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he remembered... I remember him telling me that he saw some of his friends down there and his friends referred to him as his last name and, you know, said his last name and would say, I didn't think I would see you down here. And I just remember, you know, my father saying, you know, he begged God, please give me another chance. Please give me another chance. And he woke up. Wow. Yeah. So it seems like, first of all, that the belief you have in Jesus is a really important belief, that it that it serves a really important function in your life. And there's a reason why you have the belief. And I think you gave me a, many different reasons why you have the belief. You have the belief because of personal experience. You have the belief because of your experience at church. You have the belief because at church they gave you... A Bible to learn and you learn the book and that and you have the belief because of that you have the belief because of your experience with your father exactly. it seems like you have this belief for many different reasons of all those reasons and it doesn't have to be either or but do you think that there is a primary reason why you have the belief if you, if you had to be pressed on one why you have it um so I, I feel like my I would say my primary reason is look at you and I talking 
we're in pretty much we're spirits within a shell you know speaking and also I'm sorry so the the main reason why you believe the belief is that we're spirits in a shell well no oh, I'm let sorry me, I'm just trying to understand yeah, I, yeah. I get it yeah uh, well the main reason is my experiences Your my personal, personal experience. experiences yes I see. yeah so <laughs> I know you know based off of personal experiences I feel like I can speak to my beliefs because of those those things and then also you know just waking up every day you know stepping out on you know my balcony seeing nature just life in general where does it come from so that seems to be more personal experience with nature uh, and i got gotcha. yeah 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 and i appreciate you telling me i think i really get a good sense of how you believe the belief thank you i'm gonna ask you some questions about the belief George, let's say George is sitting next to you. And let's say George, instead of Jesus, George believes in Allah. And he believes Allah is God because of personal experience, because of the book, Quran, and other reasons. And let's say I see you and George talking, and I just want to know what's true, what's real in the world. How can I find out what's true? Which belief is more objectively real hearing you and George talk? I honestly, I feel like it, it goes back to those personal experiences and they could equally be as objective, you know? Equally I can't, be as objective? Yeah, I can't, I can't say that his belief is lesser than mine. If we want to know what's true, what's objectively true, is there a way we could find out? And I know we're not trying to tell each other who's, everyone's entitled to their own beliefs. I get that. But how, if we want to know an objective truth, how could we find that out? Data. Data? Yeah. How do um, you mean? Well, like scientific data based on patterns, um, events, different things that have happened consistently that are tracked over time. So scientific data. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But it seems like, I'm just, I'm just trying to understand, the main reason why you believe the belief is for personal experience and not scientific data. Is that correct? Or is yeah, it scientific data? Yeah, but I, I do feel like science... Science does come from God or, or a higher being. And I say that because I, I feel like science is a way to categorize and organize and bring under a clearer understanding of certain things, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, if George is sitting next to you, and he says he believes that Allah is God. And he says the reason why he believes it is because of science. Where are we then, do you think? Well, then I would ask him, like, what specifics could he give me to, you know, uh -huh. correlate that belief? And what if he gave you specifics 
and then you gave him specifics. Are there certain kinds of specifics that will get us closer to the truth there, do you think? You know, I don't know. Because although we said objective, some things can still be subjective as well. So... Could your belief be subjective? Yeah. If his belief is objective, he thinks, and your belief is objective, you think. I'm wondering if there's a way to really know or are we at an impasse? I mean, oh, we are? Well... Not well, not necessarily an impasse, but it really just comes for me. I feel like it just comes down to those the the personal experiences. Earlier on, you mentioned faith. What do we mean by faith? Uh, faith having a strong belief in something. Faith means it's just a strong belief, right? When, is faith a belief that's based on things we know, evidence, or is, it, is faith based on something else? Mm, I would say a combination of evidence and believing that whatever you want depending on what it is, believing and putting that, you know, positive energy, positive thoughts into that. Because whatever is going to happen will happen. If not, it won't. And Yeah, yeah that's where you're coming from. That's cool. Yeah. So you, you, back in the beginning, we said, you said that you believe the belief at a five and a half out of seven. How can we get you to a six? How could we make, how could you be more confident that your belief is true? Uh, I think just living through life and when I get older, I can speak to that more and get, get up to that six just based on, you know, having more life experiences things like that. That's that's how I feel. Do so you think more life experiences might get you from a five and a half to six? Yeah. Let me ask you this. What do you think would lower your confidence in the belief from a five and a half to say a 5.4? Just like that, a point one. What would lower it? I don't know. I'm not sure. I find that interesting, that there are certain scenarios, certain life experiences that you could have that would increase the confidence of your belief, but I think you're telling me that you can't think of a... And and they haven't all, and my life experiences have not all been positive. Yeah. You know? Mine either. (laughs) Right, right. So there have been, like, negative things, but as time has gone on, I have seen or have gained an understanding of why these things have happened. What's that last, I couldn't hear that last thing you said. Um, with the negative things, 
it has helped me gain a better understanding as as time has passed on, um, just to gain a better understanding of, oh, well, I went through this to learn this. Sorry. And um, it might have been to, you know, share my experience with someone else to prevent them from going down that same path or making a mistake, you know? Yeah, I think um, I'm just trying to understand, like, I get how you'd be more confident in the, become more confident in the belief, like, more life experiences, and I think you're telling me experiences to confirm to you that the belief is true. Is there certain disconfirming things that could happen? Can you give me an example? Well, I, I can't, I don't know how your belief for you, of course, and so... Well, yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to understand, like, if your belief would become less confident, what kind of thing would make it less confident? And maybe it wouldn't become less confident, I don't know. I, I, I could go back to, like, during the times, maybe when I've had, like, negative things. Yeah, negative things Negative happen. things happen at that moment. Yeah. It feels like my faith has kind of, like, yeah, I see. gone down a little bit. But then over time, you know, after healing, you, I gain a better understanding that, okay, well, I wouldn't be where I'm at today Yeah. if I wouldn't have gone through this. Because everything... Even you and I speaking right now, it I was see. supposed to yeah. happen. It's really cool. Yeah. Last question. Okay. If, hypothetically, you woke up tomorrow morning and didn't have this belief, would you be the same person? Would you be a different person? How would, that, how would you be different? How would your life be different? Well, I feel like my life would be if if I didn't have these belief this belief. Um, I feel like I would struggle, you know. Yeah. This this belief. Yeah, serves a very important part of your life. I get it. Right. I get it. Right. I would struggle through life, and I wouldn't have as much of an optimistic outlook. Yeah, you know? I get it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I can see, especially with your father and how this belief really, I can see belief, a belief like this and belief, beliefs like this, that you get up in the day and there's, it gives you a purpose and it gives you an explanation, I think. Is that right? Yeah, I get it. I do. What do you think? Based about, on your your personal experience, what do I think about your personal beliefs? Well, do you, like specifically about what belief? Whatever your belief is. Well, about beliefs in general. This is how I see beliefs. And thank you for asking. You're the only one who's ever asked me, or only asked, the only one who's asked me today. Um, I want to believe in true things and I'd rather not believe in false things. If something is true, I'd really like to believe it. 
and something is not true, I'd rather not. And that's part of the reason why I talk to people like you is that if someone is telling me a true belief, I really want to know. I really want to know how they well, how they know what they know. And I find that just asking, "What do you believe?" I don't get to know that. And so that's why I ask, "Why and how?" And with those questions, I'm thinking maybe I'm getting closer to what's real and true. What do you think? I I absolutely agree. Is that? I said I absolutely agree. Cool. Yeah. 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 Wow, I really appreciate that. This is such a nice talk. I really is. How do you feel Thank like you. it went? Do you feel like it went great. okay? Yeah, great. I think good. it went great. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That's so nice. I really like this. And this is having these kind of conversations is like the favorite thing I get to do, honestly. So, and yeah. you were awesome. That was wonderful. Thank you. And it, for me, I feel like it just goes back to those personal, yeah. those experiences that you can only speak to what you know and what you've seen for yourself. Right. I get it. I get, I get it. Yeah. I get where you're coming from, truly. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. That's awesome. Do you have an important belief you wish to talk about, to discuss? Well, one of my beliefs is that I chose to come back here as who I am and where I am. You chose to come back here as who you are and where you are. Correct. Okay. How, how, tell me more about the belief, because how did you do that? Um, I believe that because it's intuition and it's um, what I've been studying and listening to for the past 25 years. And I believe we choose our next life. And I, I don't believe that, you know, I believe I can come back at as many different things throughout lifetimes. So you believe in, I guess, is it reincarnation? reincarnation. Okay. Correct. That Correct. you were something else, a person, another person before, and you chose this life. And then this life, after this life is over, you'll choose the next life. Correct. If, if I was to ask you, like, how do you know what you know? Like, what's the reason why you believe what you believe? What would you say, you think? I would say it's pretty much intuition. Um, I've done past life regenerations. Or, intuition, a feeling, Yeah, maybe. feeling. You know that deja vu where you know you've been there before? Deja vu, I gotcha. And, you know, you you don't know why because it's not in your current life. On a scale from one to seven, how confident are you that your belief is true and real? I would say seven. Okay. And on a scale from one to seven... How important is it for you to believe in true things? To believe what? I'm sorry. In true things. Um, um, seven. How do you know your belief is true? Intuition and, and just feelings, finding, searching. So intuitions, findings, feelings. In that case, with your belief, do you think that intuitions and feelings and findings... Is that a reliable way, do you think, to know whether your belief is true? Yes. How so? It, it's just who and what I am. And, yeah. you know, my teachings, my learnings. Yeah. And, you know, how I feel about things. And right. my directional. Um, I, I'm a, a dream solver. When, right. I, when I dream, 
I go to bed with a problem, I, I wake up with the with it solved. Okay. I got gotcha. you. You know, a direction on which way to go. Let's suppose that Missy is sitting next to you. Uh-huh. And Missy hasn't had the same experience you have with the gut feelings of reincarnation and feeling that is true. She doesn't have she hasn't had that. Yep. And she believes, this is Missy talking, she believes that it's not a thing, that we we don't have reincarnation. We don't we haven't had past lives, we're not gonna have future lives. This is what she believes. I'm a third person, and I just want to know what's true and real in the world. If it's true, I want to believe it. If it's not true, I don't want to believe it. How could I find out with you and Missy talking together what's objectively true? Well, I think everybody's entitled to their personal beliefs. Yeah. And, you know, if Missy doesn't believe, it's not my job to convince Missy to believe. Sure. Let's assume that we're all entitled to our own beliefs and I'm allowed to believe what I want to believe and Missy's allowed to believe what she wants to believe and you're allowed to believe what you want to believe. That's okay. If I'm sitting here and I'm hearing you and Missy talk and I want to know what's true, how could I find out what's true in the world? What's objectively real? Well, I don't think you could find out from us talking because that's not going to happen. But I think that if you did a past life regression and went with an open mind, that you would find past lives that resonate with you. So if I did like a past, if, sorry, if Missy did like a past life regression and, and what if she did all that, I'm just saying, and she didn't, she just still didn't have that experience, that personal experience or that gut feeling. Would we be in a spot to say that our, that both beliefs are equally true or once maybe more closer to the objective truth and the, or the other might be more cl- closer to the objective truth about what's real? Well, I think it's all, you know, it's personal belief. It's, you know, it's like religion. What, you know, what is your religion? You know, you can argue the same factor with that. You know, why do you believe in, say, Jesus Christ and other people, you know, Jewish people do not. Yeah. You know, it's a personal choice. And I think that a a lot of, like, what I believe I've been taught and I've been, been, you know, uh, spiritually involved Right. With, with the communities and, and yeah. you know, what I what I learn and what I've experienced sure. is true for me. And I think that for you, if you wanted to find out whether it's true for you, you should try a past life regression. Yeah. And, and, and I'm just asking you questions about what you believe in. I try to keep my beliefs out of it, really. I really yeah. want to know what you believe. And I'm just really trying to understand if Missy has not had that experience and she tries to have the past life regressions and she does everything she should do to have that experience of reincarnation and she doesn't. Where are we then? Are are both beliefs equally true? For each other, for each person, yes. So are you saying that we both have our own personal truths? Yes. And different different interpretations on personal views. So here's an example, and you can have this packet after I'm, this pouch after I'm finished. This is a spicy cayenne cricket bites. And if you'd like them, you can have this. That's okay. I don't eat spicy cayenne, so. Oh, but you eat cricket bites. I have another flavor. I don't do either. Okay. (laughs) Let's suppose there's either an even or odd number of cricket bites 
in this pouch. Okay. I don't know what the answer is. I assume you don't know what the answer is, but could it be said that there is an answer there, either an even or odd number? Yes. Okay. In the case of your belief, could we say with past life and future lives that either it's an objectively real thing, it's a true thing that is true about the world or it's not? It is, can we say that about your belief? Yes, I believe it, it's true about the world. I believe that everybody's been somewhere before. So your belief you're saying is an objectively true belief? Yes. Okay. And I think if you're open-minded or, you know, if, if you go into something with an open mind and say you did a past life regression. Sure. And, you know, my first one, I saw nothing. Yeah. And I followed a woman around. She did past life regressions and I followed her around for about a year. And I kept saying, you do those, right? You do that. So I was a doubter. Yeah. And then we did one. And... Then- I was still, eh, this is crap. You know, this is this is bull crap. And then I did another one. And you had the experience and of it. And I had the experience. A real, real intense experience. And it's it's true with my life. For for some reason, I, all my past lives, I've been in some kind of religious thing. Right. You know, it, it's and it's true. When I was younger, I wanted to be a Carmelite nun. Now, if you know me you would be so far from being a Carmelite nun than the man in the moon. You know, it, it, but that was something that I think I brought back in with me that I had to learn to be quiet and listen. Well, let me ask you this. If I can, what if I believe to my core that there is an even number of crickets in this pouch? Uh-huh. And I believe that it is an objective truth. It's a truth about the world. It's my belief, and I believe it is true. That there is an even, did I say even? Even number of crickets in this pouch. Let's suppose, just for the purposes of this conversation, that in reality, there's an odd number. How could I find that out? Open up the pack. Open up, there's a test, I could count it. Yes. Count the crickets. Yes. With your belief, and I know you believe it very strongly. If there was a chance, and I'm not saying this is the case, that your belief was not correct, it could very well be correct, but I'm saying if it wasn't, what test, how would you be able to know that your belief was incorrect if it was incorrect? Only when I die and figure... and. That's the only way I'm going to know. So there's no, you know, there's no, there's no on the earth thing, you know, that's going to say you're right or wrong. So it seems like with there's, your belief is not really a test that we could do. Correct. Is it useful, do you think, and please just tell me what you think. Is it useful to have a belief, any belief, any belief at all, that can't be shown to be incorrect if it's incorrect, Yes. Because if a belief can't be shown to be incorrect, then how do we really know that it's true? Well, I don't think it matters to what other what other people think. Do you, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't think it really matters. I think that it's what you believe. Yeah. And your belief is your belief. And, you know, I'm not going to run around and tell sure. you 
that you're wrong or, you know, you have to believe this. Yeah, yeah. And again, it might not matter. And, and we're not telling other people what to believe. Exactly. I get it. So you're saying that it's okay to believe even if that belief might not be true. Well, I believe it's true, <laughs> you know, so it's hard for me to say say that, you know, because my experiences in, in my life have, have taught me that, yes, that's true. And, you know, it, it's... If it wasn't true... And I'm I just, wouldn't I, know. You wouldn't know. No. So it seems like this belief is with you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I choose to believe that the hardships that I go through and the lessons that I'm learning in this life are lessons that I'm, I'm trying to correct from my past life. Let me ask you this. If your belief was incorrect, I'm not saying it's incorrect, but if your belief was incorrect, would you want to know it? No. And I don't think there's any way I could prove that it, it was, you know, whether it was right or wrong. You know, it's a belief. In the very beginning of the conversation, I asked you how confident you are that this belief is true. And you said seven out of one out of seven, I believe. Yeah. Are you still at a seven? Yes. And I asked you, on a scale from one to seven, how important is it for you to believe in true things? And from one to seven, you said seven, I think. Yeah. Are you still a seven? Yes. You know, and I think truth lies within yourself. I, I don't think that you could tell me whether I'm right or wrong or, you know, anybody else could because it's my belief. And I understand that we're not telling other people what to believe. I get right. that. It's not like a political situation where I could sit here and, you know, talk about facts or, you know, try to dissuade you from something that you believe in. I could never do that. Are you saying that your this. belief is not based on facts? It's based on my facts. Can we have our own facts? If I believe, I have a, my own fact that there's an even number of crickets in here, and then, but there's an odd number of crickets in here, is my own fact really a fact? Well, it depends. If you open the package, you can believe all you want until you open the package. And then we can count them. Right. And find right. An, a more, an objective truth, hopefully. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, my thing is that, you know, for me, I speak the truth yeah. and I do what, you know, what my beliefs are. I live my life. Sure. You know, I own a, a metaphysical online store and I believe in what I, what my products are. I just don't buy what people want. I, you know, I buy, of course, that, yeah. those products, but yeah. I also try to tie them into something that I believe if they're buying product A, they should buy product B. I get it. But how do you feel like this conversation went? Fine. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I hope you did too. Yeah, I really like to I know did. how and why people believe what they believe and I feel like I got a better, much better understanding of where you're coming from and I do appreciate that. Yeah, and yeah. I think that, you know, if you ever wanted to try it, find someone who does it and it's, it's a, it's a, really bizarre experience. I bet, yeah. You know, and it's, um, you know, and I, I believe that the way that my readings came from, from, you know, my regressions, yeah, that they show up in multiple times. And I was a non-believer in the beginning. I really right. did not believe. 
right. until, you know, it became fact for me. 